This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast. So, but how about this? Let's start here. Why don't you uh, do like a 60-second recap of how the final episode of the season went down? Okay. Well, uh, obviously, well, what we saw before the finale was Nicole win part one of the final HOH competition, guaranteeing herself a spot in the third round and a chance to lock herself in at the final two. Uh, we move on to stage two, Cody v. Enzo, and I'm guessing everybody, if they didn't see it, can guess how that competition went. Cody did what Cody does and won yet another comp, um, which brought us into the third and final competition. Who can lock their way into the final two? It's a question game, a memory game, something that we had full, full faith in Nicole in if that was going to come up. And she only got one wrong, but that was not good enough because Cody, again, just does did what he does. And that's a perfect score. Just just dominates the competition. You, every question, it seemed like maybe Nicole could catch him here because she didn't she seemed confident right after that first question. And uh, it just wasn't good enough. You had to be perfect. Them's the breaks. You know, it's the finals. It's where the big dogs eat. Oh yeah. I don't I want to actually start there. I do not understand. Like my memory is dog shit, but even if my memory was good, like how do people they're like the competition where they had to spin the wheel and pick the day. Yeah, that happened on day 53. How? I think for people who have played before, they probably know people who are like in the Big Brother universe probably know that like they need to be keeping track of what's going on on each individual day. Yeah, but to just have 78 days or whatever just in a safe in your brain that you can just pull out. You have like five seconds after you read the question to be like, yep, it's this day. And then you have to spin the wheel. I wondered just... with the hamster wheel if there was like a little bit of movie magic involved in that where they kind of like only showed them getting it right and they maybe didn't show the seven times that Enzo got it wrong. Uh, but I, I don't know. That's a little conspiratorial, obviously. I don't know if I believe it, but I yeah, I, it's the diary. Kind of had the fool. same. Yeah, well, the diary rooms. I think that they kind of like coach them. Uh, and the, I mean, it's an all star season, so they probably don't need it. But when like when they like walk you through how they did on a comp, you can tell that they like are asked specific questions to answer specific ways. They take them yeah. piece by piece, you know. They really Yeah. I just just regardless. Even if there was like a little bit of cheating by CBS, like to nudge you in the right direction, it would have been day fifty three. I would have been like, Yeah, that was day fourteen for sure. That was for sure day fourteen. It just I think I think when it's the only thing on your mind, it becomes like more it becomes easier, I think, when it happens to you as well. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, and I, I think I, I agree with probably you that, the like, best Cody... I think the best way to do it for that competition would just be breaking, not even week by week, HOH by HOH. Okay, whose HOH did this happen in? Did it happen before or after the veto? How many days before or after that veto? But even then, man, it'd be tough. But uh, anyways, so Cody wins the third and or the he wins the final HOH competition. He gets to pick who he's going to go with. Nicole thought it was going to be her. I think a lot of the people at home thought it was going to be her. 
but he was not going to make the mistake he made last time and risk somebody else. I, I know she probably doesn't win, but it's still more of a risk than Enzo, in my opinion. And he takes Enzo, which you can see on TV breaks Nicole's heart. She 100% thought that Cody was going to take her. She even said it. She she was shocked when he took Enzo. Um, and I think it was the right move. I mean, I, I, obviously we see at the end, but you, you just got to take who you have the better chance against. It doesn't matter who your friend is. You'll be fine in two days. She might be mad at you for a little bit, but you'll be fine in a couple days because it is a game. Um, and not to mention Nicole's won before, so you don't have to feel bad about her not getting the 50K that the second place gets. Uh, did they do uh, – who won America's favorite house guest? Devon. Wow. Yeah, oh, after, okay. a, after a big-time Twitter uh, Big Brother fan push all over Twitter, everybody was screaming for it, and I love it. I think that's a great pick. Yeah, I like um, it. I love the growth, the arc of Devon yeah. over her seasons, yes. going from kind of a loose cannon to then she simmers it down, and then this season she is full, like, under control, ready to go. She probably aligned herself with the wrong people, um, but she kind of, you know, she at least aligned herself with people where if it did work out, she would have been the mastermind. If her alliance got to the end, she would have been the winner. Um, so I love that pick, and good for her, man. She good deserves pick. the 25K. Good job, Twitter. Doesn't usually happen. Good job, Twitter. Yeah. Uh, I, I like the idea of, like, Davon has had an arc over her three seasons, which is something that doesn't happen very often on Big Brother the way it does on other shows like Survivor. Yeah. Um, I mean, the ultimate one is Coach, right? Coach yeah, has the absolutely. ultimate three-season arc out of any reality television character ever, in my opinion. Coach is – yeah. Well, I don't, I don't want to go down the Coach rabbit hole. Uh, because that's, that's like a whole episode unto itself, I feel like. Yeah, oh yeah. Guy's a legend, though. We could write, we could probably write a 50-page dissertation on how Russell changed Survivor, changed 30 seasons of TV in, like, in one season of Survivor. Yeah. Uh, so, kind of a chalk ending to kind of a chalk season. Uh, good for Cody. I, maybe him and, him and, I think... It's the best season I've seen played front to finish uh, other than Derek, who we lost to. Uh, I think it might have been better than Derek. It was just – it was like – it was dominant. It was dominant in a way that I feel like Big Brother rarely is. You want to know – so the reason I think it was better than Derek's season is Derek had the ultimate social game, never got put up on the block, never even really sniffed the block, and then got his best friend to bring him to the final two even though he was the likely winner. However, Cody did almost all of those things and won seven competitions, not even kind of counting the final HOH. Uh, and just just nobody nobody even thought about going after him. And it, the difference between nobody thinking about going after Derek and nobody thinking about going after Cody is Cody was the number one physical and the number one social threat in the house the entire time. And everybody knew it. Everybody knew that was the case. With Derek, he snuck under the radar. He threw cops. He had people do his dirty work for him. Cody just did it, and nobody even tried because they knew he would have won the veto and got his ass off the block, and they were too scared to try to backdoor him because if you get caught, you're the next one going home. Um, I'm going to put this as the single best season of Big Brother ever. Wow. 
That's Ever. awesome. Uh, you know what it kind of reminds me of is like a larger scale version of what Tyler did to win or to get second place on his season where it just was like, oh, nobody's playing except for Tyler who's winning everything. Yep. And he got second, but that's why that's why this season is so great and why Tyler's isn't. But Yeah, I hope Dr. Will fans don't come at me for saying that because Dr. Will fans are diehard and there's not many Cody fans out there, so... That's crazy. Uh, but there should be look more at, defense. Look at it just objectively, man. It was dominant in every aspect of the game. Nobody's nobody's touched what he did. Nobody. I don't know if anybody's came close to what he just did. Like what Dr. Will had to do was scare people, which is a sweet, awesome move all on its own. But I don't know how smart it is if he plays the game ten times with the same strategy he had in Season 2. I think he wins twice, maybe. And that's just because he's so damn good at the game. Most people don't win any. Cody can play this game 10 more times, and he wins eight of them. Yeah, uh, I think the thing about Cody, too, that really worked in his favor, and this is kind of interesting, uh, you know, when even though he lost to Derek in his first season, uh, he kept his word, which I think you saw coming into the house was something that the other house guests seemed to respect. Nicole, in particular, sought out Cody as, like, the person to work with, which was a smart game move by Nicole. But I, I don't think that, like, the way that the game forms around him, I don't think that that happens unless uh, he has a reputation as, like, an honest player, which he was. Yeah. As much as oh, he yeah. could be a big brother, he, he, he won. Like, the old saying is, nice guys finish last. Well, nice guys, I guess. Just won half brother. a million bucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, the thing is. The strategy was, like you said, very similar to what Tyler did and also very similar to what Paul did the season he lost yeah. to Josh. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think – I don't know what the difference is. Maybe it's just that it's an all-star season. Um, I do think there's a decent chance CBS was in the jury's ear being like, don't be a bitter jury, don't be a bitter jury, um, because it's just been happening so often over the last five years. Um but we finally saw it. It was a clean sweep for Cody. He had an alliance with almost everybody in the house, and nobody held it against him. It was congratulations, you outplayed me, period, end of discussion. I think some of that might have to do with the fact that it was an all-star season and that all yeah. of the people, like, you know, game recognized game. Uh, Ian, definitely. Memphis, definitely. Uh, I think Nicole Dave even Vaughn, voted definitely. for Cody. I mean, yeah, right, after getting, right after getting sent out of the house. She, yeah, they all were looking around going, who was the best player in this game? It was Cody. Cody un, absolutely, uh, absolutely deserved the win, and I'm happy for him. And I really – I just want to see, like, in season 25, BB25 or whatever, another – I want to see a real all-star season. Give me as many big names as you can stuff together. I want to see how Cody does once he's a winner and once I think – he kind of doesn't have that, like, nice guy, aw shucks thing, like, kind of going for him that gets him through the first six weeks. How does he do with a target on his back is my question. All right, so what I need you to do, if we're only three years away from another Big Brother All-Star season, you better get my audition tape ready quick. Yes. Uh, I need to go watch some audition tapes first. 
You know, I was today, and I, I noticed something really interesting. So when I watch Survivor audition tapes, it's people, like, with a panned-out camera, like, running down the beach in slow motion. And then when I watch Big Brother audition tapes, it's, like, somebody sitting in his car being like, hey, I'm Andrew, and this is why I'd be good for Big Brother. <laughs> and like, that's and those are, like, no... the ones that get on? Yeah. Like, I watched, like, three or four today, and they were all bad. Like from whom? Like from whom? Who was uh, Sam Smith? Uh, you remember Sam talked like this? He was a truck driver. He's just sitting in his truck talking about how he's a truck driver and he's got some kids and he loves drama. That's it. Nothing super entertaining. Oh, well, that's and then, three checks, dude. That's three checks. Yeah. Well, and then Country James. Country James got on because of the look and the style and the uniqueness of him. But same thing, just sitting in a room, just talking to the camera, like, hey, guys, I'm James. I, I have a southern draw. And you don't normally see a southern draw from a non-white person. So if you could get me on your show. And they did. <laughs> so we just got to find, obviously, white, straight male, not very new, unique, like a 6 out of 10 on the handsomeness scale. We got to find what my in is. So I think that uh, – I just think that you need to define what kind of player you would want to be. Like uh, you need to like – if we were doing it as like Big Brother as like 2K ratings, you need to figure out what your A-plus rating is going to be, and then we just hit that super hard. Uh, you go – like I'm trying to think of like what I feel like friendship for you. Friendship. Yeah, but you, well, if you want to go for like a branding angle like that, you've got to find a unique one. You can't do friendship because Paul owns friendship. Well, yeah, I don't mean I'm going to walk around the house going friendship, but I mean I feel like I'd do yeah. a good job in the first couple days especially of just being like, you're awesome. I can't wait to hang out with you. And then they're like, you want to make a final two? I'm like, dude, I was already thinking that. I can't so, believe you read my mind. What if you run it as like you do it – I mean you just change jobs, but if you were like, hey, I'm Andrew – I'm a bartender and like smash cut to like you like pouring drinks like ha 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 ha. My my thing is that everybody likes me, but I have a dark side, a mysterious Ooh. secret from my past. This is why you're like writing that. it. This is why you're writing the audition. No, tape, we have man. to cut. We have to cut me you saying. <laughs> you have to cut you saying that I'm writing your audition tape because <laughs> that's that. I feel like that is conspiracy, right? Conspiracy to commit. A Big Brother felony, like a white-collar crime on Big Brother? I think I'm five steps ahead, just like I would be in the Big Brother house. That's what I think yeah, that is. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, absolutely. So, so Cody's the winner. Um, if it, All right, so we're going to turn it back to, like, eighth. Let's say Cody got voted out. He's the first in the jury. Okay. Who wins the game? So the first person who was in the jury was Ian, right? Yeah. So I definitely think Ian makes a slightly longer run. I don't know if I think he goes higher than fourth, but I think he gets to four or five. I actually think that if Cody left, that Christmas would have ended up going sooner. Uh, as soon as the game becomes, like, messy like that, I think that she's, like, the first person to go in a messier game like that because I think that's when it becomes less about game and more about, like, who do you like at the end of the day? And I kind of always felt like Christmas was a, a weaker player in that regard. Uh, I think Tyler comes back to make a pretty good run. Those are kind of the three that I immediately jump to. Well, it, I think Tyler's a smart enough guy to just say, okay, got to fill those shoes now. Maybe, yeah. And he, he just hops right into the role of being 
Phew, excuse me, of being God Cody. bless you. Thank you so much, and thank you, God, of course. Um, Memphis is the other one. I Memphis, know that we no disagree way. Nobody Memphis, ever votes for Memphis. Fuck that guy. I think he gets to the finals, though. Memphis, in his first season, was the guy that wore V-necks that were cut down to his belly button. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Sounds like a guy who owns a restaurant in Florida, man. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> and I would just like to reiterate one more time against the V-necks, Memphis, and the guy who owns a restaurant in Florida. Fuck that guy. So that's that's as biased as I've got all season, I feel like. Wow. I really uh, – Yeah. I mean, I really went for it there. He's just got kind of a punchable face. Like, I get it. And he's just so, so self assured and, like, bordering on arrogant. Like, bordering. When he, like it's the triple eviction, and, he, and he's like, You guys knew this was coming. Uh, this is the way it's got to be. Nicole, what was it? Nicole, David, and then that was it. And he would do this thing when he was HOH, which I think he was twice this season, where he, like, would literally say nothing to anybody and then go up there and be like you all knew this was coming and it's like no dude you didn't say (laughs) shit to nobody (laughs) um do we do we think next season's gonna start on time so normally it starts in june finishes up in august yeah we yeah okay so yeah we gotta get this on just i think it might start early dude that's where i'm at with it I don't know. They got to go through the whole audition process, and that's not a quick process. There's like six different auditions that you have to do. You got to fly around the whole country. And... Wow, that's wild. That's a big process. Yeah. yeah, all those shows are like that. I mean, you gotta you gotta go to L.A. and New York and all over the place. I thought it was just uh, American Idol, where you either went to Hollywood or whatever. No. Nope. Uh, I wish there was something. What can we do to like? to put a nice bow on this, to put this behind us. Do you have any – what did you learn? How about that? What did you learn this season, Andrew? What did you learn? I learned the only thing that matters – not the only thing, but 80% of what matters to win a game of Big Brother is to make such good friends with people, pretend like you are only telling them everything, only them, and they will never snitch on you. You don't have to be in a big – like you're, you're – your, what's going to get you to the end of the game is not your six-person alliance. It's your three two-person alliances. Yeah. Um, it's the Paul strategy. It's the Tyler strategy. It's the Cody strategy. And we those are three of the most dominant players over the last six, seven years of Big Brother. Easily. Of all time, really. Three of the most dominant players of all time, including Tyler, who, who probably should have one win under his belt. But uh, just... Ton of ton of two person alliances, but be careful who you do them with. Uh, don't do them with a Memphis. Don't do it late in the game with somebody like an Enzo that you know is tight with somebody. Get them done early, and make sure they're they would be in as bad of a spot as you if they repeated what you said. Oh, I like that last bit. Uh, I definitely, I think that I agree that I've learned kind of similar things. I guess to add on to that, if you're going to do a large alliance, it needs to be – I think it's best to be the fourth or third guy in the large alliance. It leaves you kind of open to make a move. Uh, but definitely within two weeks, you need to have a, like a final two or two. Like a final two and a final three, you need to have one within your first two HOHs in the house or else you're already, you're already behind. Yeah, and also – 
Also, I think sometimes in real life, if you if you make a mistake, if you lie to somebody or you, you, you gossip a little bit, if you know you're about to get caught, it might be best to tell on yourself. Never do it in the Big Brother house. Ever. We saw it with David. It it blew up in his face. We've seen it pretty much every year. Somebody has done it, and it always blows up in your face. If you're going to lie, put like a little sprinkling of truth in your lie. Yes. So, like, that, so you can defend yourself later. Yeah. Like, let the blade only go in half as far as it could. If the blade's going to go in, then the goal needs to be how can I minimize damage from the blade? So, swordcraft. All right, and then last, I'm gonna. I got two more things for you. If you could see three players from the season again, who would they be? Uh, Cody for sure. I want to see Cody play again. Uh, I'd like to see. I'd like to see maybe Ian get another crack at it. We didn't have to kind of wait so long to power on. Uh, and I want to see what Devon does in her fourth season of the Big Brother House. What's that like? Can she can she creep even closer without winning? I don't know. But I, I really enjoyed Devon this season, like in general. I thought she was a fun player. I want to see Enzo again for a third time. Um, Maybe, yeah. And I don't want it to be in a full all-star season. I want it to be one of those seasons where like four all-stars come back and the rest of the house is new. Um, because I think he – he because what always happens in those seasons is you go after the all-stars – but they're going to go after the other three All-Stars first, and Enzo's just going to be sitting there making friends with everybody. I want to see Tyler again because that man needs to win. And then I agree, Devon, a fourth season of Devon would be awesome. Uh, she needs to go back to her Mama D persona where uh, not everybody takes her as a threat because oh. I think she was taken pretty seriously as a threat this year. So I'll give you a fourth one that I liked. Uh, I would be interested in seeing David compete. In, an, in, a, in a season like that where they bring four people back. Yeah, I don't know. I just was so disappointed by him that I just I, – I don't know if I can ever hop back on the bandwagon. Because I boosted that guy from week one. I was like, this guy is going to be awesome. And he just – what, who, what, when, where, why his way till like the top seven, and then he was gone. But that would probably work if he was not playing against a team, a game of All-Stars, even if it was B-tier All-Stars, B-plus yeah. All-Stars. Well, he also got lucky this season where, like, the target never really won the veto. Um, and I think that would have screwed him, too, because normally what happens then is you're like, all right, who's the next easiest person to get out? And it would have been David, like, ten different times. Uh, ready for some sports talk? Some sports radio talk? We can is do some Tyler... sports radio talk. Is, no, this is a sports radio Big Brother take. Is okay. Tyler the Ozzy of Big Brother? Nope, it's Cody. It's Cody? Well, Ozzy, Ozzy's never won. Well, Survivor. Yeah, all right. Physical, competition-wise, it's Cody. Sure. Um, I guess I guess Tyler. Tyler yeah, all right. I'm going to say Tyler. I'm going to agree. Yes. Tyler is the mm. Ozzy from the hair to the body type, to the surfer need, to the to the sometimes gets a little bit ahead of himself and arrogant, but also like a super nice person. It seems like, yeah, I like that. I like that. Um, the goat, Ozzy, by the way, the goat yeah. of all non-winners, either the goat or the second goat. It's, it's like like which between him and Paul, who is Jordan, who's LeBron. It's like it's like him and Dan Marino. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, I actually like that comp. I like that comp a lot. 
Who's greater, Ozzy or Charles Barkley? Ozzy. Okay. And Charles is great. Charles is great, but it's Ozzy. All right, well, we can't end the show with Survivor, so I need something else from you. Now. Oh, you're right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was your favorite comp of the season? It's always Otev. It's always I really? just I, yeah. I, I know it's a pretty simple competition, but it always see it always comes when it's incredibly important who wins. So I love Otev, especially fucking Trippy Otev, dude. Trippy Otev for the win all day. Uh, I really actually, I really enjoy, uh, the chess comp that they did in the final four. I also, maybe a little recency bias, but I, I also, I just like stamina comps in general. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I just enjoy those. Uh, I was really surprised when Nicole won the first part of the, of that eight, was it, was it technically an HOH comp, three part yeah, HOH comp? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I really was like, oh, she got the one that she wasn't supposed to get game over, but yeah. But you don't I, get to compete in round two, which stinks. You know, you can't sweep your way through. So Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, well, Cody is your winner. Season this, 22 is over. Give this season a letter grade. Uh, B minus. I'm going to give it a B. Yeah, they could have done better. too chalk. But we're also in a world where they probably had to throw this shit together. We we're already finding out about some pre-gaming, possibly from Derek, which is not going over well on the oh, internet. Yeah. We're going to find more out about that. Wait, wait um, tell me about that real fast. Yeah, basically it's just saying Derek was calling around, trying to set up alliances in the pre-game uh, for Cody. Um, and... CBS did not take kindly to it. They were thinking about having him on the show, but then they found that out. Uh, so, and then, but now there's stories coming out that everybody was pre-gaming. So who yes, knows? We I know Nicole that. and Danny that. pre-gamed. They talk on the show about how they're best friends outside of the house. Of course, they pre-gamed. Like it, once you get in that house, I think all pre-gaming by week two is pretty much gone. Yeah, uh, it, Derek, Josh, Casey, all cut from the season. That's too bad. Yeah, Josh is the one snitching, by the way, on Instagram. He's just such a fucking asshole, dude. He's a twat. I just, I dislike that guy so much. Yeah. Just yeah. so much. I just dislike just, him so much. I have a feeling everybody Justice who for knows Paul. him. Justice, Justice for Paul. Justice for Paul. Uh, oh, can that be my last wish on the Big Brother bonus pod? Is that we get another season of Paul ASAP. I don't know if he wants to come back. My guess would be he's like, fuck you guys. I keep getting bitter juries and losing because of it. He still makes money off that shit. Yeah, but he's a pretty successful dude anyways. So we'll now see. he is. I mean, yeah. He moved from guy in a guy in a band to guy who makes clothes. That's that's like a step up the like kind of semi dirtbag job ladder. Yeah. <laughs> don't talk about my paul that way i'm just kidding paul i love paul i didn't i watched when i watched that season for the first time the first three episodes i was like fuck this guy oh dude and then by the end of it you're like wow that guy is awesome who's he is it is <laughs> it just cool man is Dave cool on in his first season yeah i think yeah so the first comp the very first comp, he's like yes. screaming at davon yeah. and she's looking at him like i'm gonna whoop this dude's ass and i was like that guy, that guy's the worst. And then by week five, you're like, Paul! Who wants but muffins? Twitter Big Brother fans don't Me. like Paul either, so they can all go away. Twitter Big Brother fans, dude, I don't know what show they're watching. Like They just like they just like 
people who go into the house and are nice to everybody and want to be best friends. And, and they don't like Paul? No, well, Paul will be nice to you and then he'll stab you in the back. Oh, whatever. I don't give a shit. Justice for Paul. Let's leave on that. Justice for Paul. We'll Justice see you next for season. Paul. See you next season. Big Brother 22 wrapped up. The Big Brother bonus bod wrapped up. If you've been listening, thank you all so much. You can still catch us on Fan 2 Fan Detroit or what we're about to record it right after this, our Fan 2 Fan Detroit bonus NFL picks podcast. Uh, if you want to win some money, we're both 9-2-1, just saying it. But good job, Cody. Uh, good job, everybody, in the final three, really. And thank you all again for listening. Peace.